August 28th, 2019. I survived 22 hour, miserable hours, miserable, just terrible hours of flying before I finally arrived in London, and, which it couldn't come quick enough, really. Um, so I got to the airport, and I was waiting for my friend, Samuel. <laughs> but he wasn't there. He had slept in. <laughs> anyway, Europe was super. And while we were there, we had to do a lot of navigating. And um, when I say we, I mean Sam. Because pretty much straight away we found out that I was absolutely terrible at navigating. We'd be trying to find the Colosseum or some city square or a train station. And so we'd put it into Google Maps and it would say, okay, it's going to take you 10 minutes. So we'd start off, we'd start walking, and then sooner or later someone would ask, how long do we have to go? 13 minutes. <laughs> that can't be right. I'd taken us in the opposite direction. Samuel would just give me that look. <laughs> Disappointed look. Why did I bring you to Europe with me? <laughs> And sadly, this didn't just happen once, but over and over again. Uh, whether I ended up in a dead end, or I was just going the wrong way. I just couldn't get us to where we wanted to go. What about you? Have, you? have you ever not been able to get somewhere you wanted to go? Or felt stuck? Like, I thought I'd be past this by now. I thought I'd have this together by now. I'm not where I want to be. And it's just like a dead end. Maybe you're asking, what am I meant to do with this problem? Is there something else other than this? Something I can do, something I can try, something more than this? We're looking at how we can have a new way forward today. And to do that, we're going to get into three points. Dead end, way out, way forward. So point one, our lives without God in it are a dead end, will lead to a dead end. There's this Hebrew word shalom, and shalom means perfection. That absolutely everything is how it should be. This completeness, this wholeness, that all is well. And isn't that what we're all searching for? Just this sense of rightness, that we are where we're meant to be, and there's no way I want to be anywhere else because I am where I'm meant to be. But there's something wrong, and, and you know this, because... Our world, reality, it isn't like this. Yeah, we have, we have family, we have friends, we have good relationships and good times, but we also have broken relationships. There's hurt, there's suffering, there's wars and there's poverty. We have, we have uniqueness, we have gifts, we have dreams, but we also have insecurities, weaknesses, and we fail. Reality is a broken version of this perfect shalom. There's something wrong. Why do we always hit a dead end with what we're searching for? The reason is that shalom, this perfection, this rightness that was made for us, and deep down we know that that's where we're meant to be, that that was for us. Well, this was made by God. This was all God's idea. It's how God wanted us to be. It's how he wanted everything to be. It all came from him. So if we take God out of our lives, we're in this broken, lesser version of Shalom, where we see tiny flashes of it, tiny glimpses of goodness, 
but we can't see the whole picture. We're always searching for it. We're also part of this broken, lesser version, which means we contribute to it and also experience it from others. It's a dead end. What's this dead end look like? Maybe I lose a job or I can't work out a relationship. Life's just not meeting my expectations. Or maybe I'm not meeting my own expectations for myself. I can't move past it, though. And that has, that has a weight to it. I should have had this by now. I should have been here by now. Why am I still struggling with this? Why isn't anyone else struggling with this? Why do I feel far away from God? Why can't I hear from God? Why isn't my faith like others? I should have been better than this. And I've messed up. My mistakes have brought me here. But what other people have done to me um, is also contributing to this weight. Things that people have said, things that people have done to me. It sticks and it's heavy. I couldn't live up to it. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not successful enough. I'm not good looking enough. I am not enough. I'm this. I'm a mess. I don't want to be here. I don't want to hold this. But what am I meant to do with it? I've got to hide it. Because if anyone, boy, if anyone knew the real me, they wouldn't want anything to do with me. And, and there'd be no going back. down, it's got my name on it, I can't let it go who's going to want me after all of this and maybe maybe you can relate to so that's point one our lives without God lead to a dead end but then Jesus comes in and this is point two Jesus comes in and says give it to me let me take it. I'll fix it. Just let me in. From our best to our very worst, there has not been a moment where God didn't want us. Um, and, and this is why it says in the Bible, for while we were still sinners, God demonstrates his own love. For while we were still sinners, Jesus died for us. All the, things, all the things we want to hide, the things that we think other people will look down on us for, the things we hate ourselves for, God sees that and he says, come to me. There is nothing in you that I can't make right. And there's more. It says in 1 John 4, 10, this is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us. So he sent Jesus as a sacrifice for our sins. Whether we want God in our lives or not, Jesus still would have come and died for us because God wanted that, us to have that way back to him. He wants to be in our lives. God's love for you isn't just nice feelings. This is real love. 
It's relentless. It's unshakable. It's that no matter what, I won't leave you. Jesus made a way out of our dead ends. He swapped places with us. He took our mess so that we could have his right relationship with God. And this is the way out. Relationship with God. And that brings me to point three. Way forward. If you're not a Christian, you're probably wondering, what is a relationship with God? It gets said all the time. But what is it? How can I relate to someone who I can't even see? In Amos 3.3 it says, The two walk together if they have not agreed to meet. The two walk together if they have not agreed to meet. No, they don't. How can they? And it's just like us and God. If we want to do life with God, then it means we have to meet with Him. And this is what a relationship with God is. Meeting with God. But how do you meet God? Where do you go? Do you, go, do you have to climb some type of mountain, go to some type of temple, come to church? No. Because we're the meeting point. God comes to us. God says in Hebrews 4, 5, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. This means that meeting with God isn't so much about place and time. It's about our attention. In whatever we're doing, are we still aware that God is with us? We meet with God whenever we put our attention on Him because His attention is already on us. In Psalm 27 verse 8, it says, My heart has heard you say, Come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I'm coming. Our relationship with God doesn't end when we stop praying. It doesn't end when we stop reading the Bible. And it doesn't end when we leave here today. Now you might be thinking, what could God possibly do with me? There is nothing God can't make right. He wants us to bring our past, our guilt and shame, and to begin again with Him. God loves turning us around and making us new and taking us further than we could have ever imagined for ourselves. And we see this in Ephesians 3 verse 20, where it says, Now all glory to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us. God doesn't want us to be stuck in dead ends. He doesn't leave us where we were. As we keep meeting with Him, He takes us forward into a new way of doing life with Him. Because relationship with God isn't about becoming an improved version of what I used to be. It's not about becoming a better person than what I used to be. It's about becoming a new person and God making us new. This doesn't happen straight away. It's something God grows us into. And this growing is God growing us into a new way of thinking, a new way of feeling, a new way of doing, and a new way of being. Like I said before, we're the meeting point for where we meet God. And as we get to know Him better by talking to Him and reading, to, reading about Him and, and giving Him our attention, over time, this meeting point is going to transform as God shapes us and shows us more and more of this new way of doing life. Like it says in Ephesians 2.10, For we are God's handiworks, creating Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared for us in advance to do. C.S. Lewis summed this all up pretty well when he said, It comes the very moment you wake up each morning. 
All your wishes and dreams rush at you like wild animals. And the first job of the day consists of simply shoving them back, listening to that other voice, taking that other point of view, letting that other, larger, stronger, quieter life come flowing in, and so on all day, standing back from all our natural fussings and frettings coming in out of the wind. Where are you right now? Wherever that is, wherever you've been, God wants to meet with you today, tomorrow, and the next day. If you're not a Christian, do you see that there is another way forward? There's another way of doing life. And that you can have it anytime you want it because God wants you to have it. And if you're a Christian, do you see that there's more for God to do in our lives? And that He's always inviting us to this new way forward. Life with God is the way forward. Let's pray. Father, you don't, you don't leave us where we are. No matter what mistakes we've, uh, we've made, whatever mess is in our lives, there is nothing that you can't make right. There is nowhere that we've been that you can't take us to somewhere new. And, and there's, there's no standard that we have to meet first before we can have a relationship with you. So I just pray that you would remind us to meet with you and that, and that we'd, we'd see you for who you really are and that we'd be able to know you uh, every day of our lives and that you would continue growing and shaping each of us uh, to become more like you and to become more like the people you made us to be.